Welcome to Family Business Today, where we feature prominent local and national family business owners. We also talk to top family business experts to discuss relevant topics, including communications, business culture, family relationships, succession and estate planning values, as well as conflict resolution. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business, I'm your host, Greg Lewis. Our guest today is Lori Guzman. Lori is the founder and president of the Inside Story LLC, a virtual assistance organization. Lori's LinkedIn profile calls Lori an opportunity broker, master of connecting the right people and the right businesses to the right opportunity. Lori is the mother of two amazing sons. Well, good morning, Lori. Good morning, Craig. I am so glad that you could join me this morning for this edition of Family Business Today. I've really been looking forward to our interview to learn more about you and your business, The Inside Story, LLC. Well, Greg, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Thank you. You're quite welcome. So let's get started. Virtual assistance is an integral part of the Inside Stories portfolio. COVID-19 has really caused companies like ours to reevaluate their infrastructure and their personnel. First of all, what is virtual assistance and how is it relevant to companies navigating a COVID-19 world? Well, fortunately for us, we were not new to operating virtually, which typically means working from home. Um, but what we've really been able to explain, virtual assistance is first helping people who are not comfortable navigating technology and being able to help them overcome the fear. Um, but it is also stepping in, becoming an outsourced resource as if we're a part of a team and providing them with business development services and research and social media management. And most importantly, our core of our organization has always been built on being an executive assistant to powerful, awesome, empowering people like you, Greg. Oh, that's 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 awesome. I really appreciated your help uh, uh, for us in the past and also a great uh, connector. We'll talk about that uh, in a few minutes. So uh, uh, speaking of COVID-19, I believe you personally experienced having uh, COVID and I'm so glad that you've, that you've gotten, gotten well and gotten better, but we've heard so much about how it makes someone feel and the data media reports on the number of cases, recovery of deaths, and honestly, it's starting to be real stressful to me just hearing all that, but what did you learn about yourself and your business from your experience, especially uh, from the standpoint of uh, you, were, you were sick with a COVID and yet you have a, a business to run? Tell, tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about that. Well, it is definitely a virus I don't wish on anyone because we all don't know how an individual is going to respond if they contract it. Mm -hmm. So um, it was a painful gift. I contracted it and I was never sicker in my life. It lasted for a solid three weeks, but probably a month and a half to fully recover the energy and, and just the ability to operate the way I do, which is a little maybe full steam ahead, energizer yep. bunny. Mm -hmm. um, but the fever and what I did, I'll say the painful gift, the takeaway was I have a virtual organization that thank goodness for the people who work with me, rather than saying working for me, they mm -hmm. were running it. And I was able to plug in as much as I could and then you know disconnect and just sleep and rest mm -hmm. and recover. Uh, but it will teach you, for me, what it did was it really created the scariest opportunity to, to live through 
the reality of nothing is as more as as important as love. I mean, there was not. I mean, my inability to take care of myself or anyone else for several weeks is not something I've ever experienced before. And it really slowed me down enough to determine what's making me happy, what's not, and how can I prioritize my life and live it from a better perspective and, and improve upon areas that I was unaware um, that I hadn't built enough support to. And a lot of it was I was way too self-sufficient, as crazy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a gift in asking for help and great support. Mm. Oh, that's, that's great. I, I know... Uh... Our listeners are, are mostly family uh, business owners, and uh, many of them are working in their business rather than own their business. And they think that their business is not going to is going to uh, uh, survive unless they're uh, they're working in it. So, uh, so uh, I think a lot of us uh, will find out that if we're not available, whether it be by sickness or extended vacations or whatever that our businesses run pretty good uh, if we have a great team that we've put together and given them a great uh, uh, training and education so thanks for sharing that well well what are some other recommendations you'd have uh, for our listeners who may have not experienced covid like you have just what you said greg it's so important that business owners think we're the end all we're the we're the everything right um even while we have people who work for us that are fulfilling roles we still wake up and end the day potentially thinking that you know nothing can happen without us and i i i know i speak for myself i needed to be reminded i'm not that important i may be really important to things and and ultimately wearing that the you know the the owner hat but um if you haven't if you may you not get into the position to have the COVID to wake you up, but it is to build that support and trust your people and trust your processes. And if they're not in place, work on it so that you can have greater peace of mind. Mm. So trust your people and trust your processes and provide training uh, uh, where it's needed. Great, great advice for someone. So, Perhaps one of our listeners is seeking out some new ways for them and their team to be more productive, uh, and certainly virtual assistance is one of those, but what are some ways you would recommend for them to immediately increase their productivity? At the end of the day, I think one of the most powerful things that I am passionate about is calendar management, you know, time and energy and focus. Um, and people rely upon a lot of technology tools, uh, calendarly and so forth. But ha- even having that accountability partner, especially at a C-suite or ownership level, meaning someone who just checks in with you, that taskmaster, that go-to person on a scheduled basis, setting benchmarks, putting everything on a calendar, setting alerts and reminders, stop depending on your mind and your memory to be able to manage, especially when you're a serial entrepreneur and a family-owned business. I mean, my goodness, just being able to understand, at least have a foundation of what you think you're going to be working on each day, each hour, each week, each month, can bring, again, clarity, focus, and uh, put things in a place so you don't have to depend on you to to carry all of that with you on a regular basis. Hmm. Yeah, that 
do not have to depend upon you. Uh, I think the key word you, you said there is about delegating. Uh, you know, if there is someone out there who's listening uh, who thinks their company will not run without them, uh, uh, there's probably uh, maybe a little bit of micromanaging <laughs> yes. going on in their company. And, and uh, so what's your thoughts on that? I am, have been well known for that at times, you know, we so, all have, uh, we all have, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to let, you know, it's, it's a baby. If you, if it's a family owned business, it's personal, it's more than business. Mm -hmm. So I think micromanaging comes into place from a level of care that as an owner, only a fellow owner at times can really appreciate um, the level of unhealthiness that comes with that. It can typically result uh, from that from that lack of tools in place, accountability partner, but calendar management. I, I I've I've shown it over and over, the the power of it, the alert that pops up. It reminds me what I'm about to do tomorrow and the preparation I need to do for a meeting, or the phone call and so forth. Even getting ahead of things rather than waiting till Friday if I could knock it out on a Wednesday. Mm. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, we're all in a digital age, and uh, certainly. Uh, 2020 uh, has increased our dependency upon it. Um, uh, 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 even this call today, this uh, podcast today is all being done virtually. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, and it's great to have that. And, and our podcast will be broadcast on uh, iTunes and Google Podcasts and Spotify and uh, another half a dozen uh, platforms for that. So we're really blessed to have digital uh, platforms today for us to use in all of our work and in our even in our relationships with our families. So going back to a virtual assistant, so what are a few ways uh, that a, a, a business owner, a leader uh, could use a virtual assistant to, to help them in their business? Well, of course, you know, I've touched upon the calendar management and keeping like a running agenda, having a weekly phone call or somebody you could text and pass the tasks to. But I think bigger than that is the seat that I, I refer to as the confidant. They're having that someone that you can vent to, share with, uh, that gets to speak your language and can be a go-between between the owners and the leaders or the managers, being the glue being able to research things and follow up. If you have 20 people on your team, being able to keep a handle on all of the moving parts in order to support the individual who is just, you know, operating without uh, proper support, um, being able to just, uh, you know, step in and or connect and follow up and research things and look for opportunities to grow a business which maybe more than ever, we need to be putting the pedal to the metal and connecting with the right people and the right businesses in order to develop new opportunities to grow our businesses, to see the positive in this new, this new norm. Hmm. Well, I can sort of visualize some of our listeners right now saying, well, Lori, what you're saying really sounds interesting. But it must be way more expensive than hiring my own staff. What would you say to them? If we are recognized as an expense when a client engages with us, I would help terminate us. We need to help you see the return on investment. I mean, in order to be valuable, 
we need to be able to, or we give the guarantee in the first 90 days, if we are uh, unable to create a return on your investment, then the question is whether or not we're the right fit. So it's my role to make sure it's cost effective. More importantly, that you receive the return on investment. So an hourly rate, a few hours a month to a monthly retainer, we're looking for the right matches so that there is a guaranteed success formula. We really understand we're not a perfect fit for all, but when we are a match, it's a match made in heaven. Oh yeah, it's, so what you're saying is it's really not an ex expense. Uh, uh, there's going to be return um, multiplied over what they spend on your services and the return that's going to increase them either in s uh, saving time for them or increasing uh, revenue from increased sales and connectivity. Well, let's talk about that connectivity part for just a minute, Lori. A few years ago, I met you for the first time at a networking event in Nashville, and I don't know anyone who's better at networking uh, than you are and as connected as you are, and I've always appreciated you introducing me to other business owners in your network to help our business grow. What are some of the business development services uh, that you offer at Inside? Well, first of all, thank you for the kind words. I just, I feel fortunate that I um, have great friends. I call it a circle of influence. And I've, I've set a goal every day. And even during COVID, while we were in quarantine, make a friend every day. And I did, you know, even if it was virtually or being able to connect with someone by telephone. Um, but the opportunities of business development within the inside story have organically been from a place of, Greg, you need to meet Johnny. Your businesses can provide each other the right services or support, or you are a family-owned business. You need to learn more about Greg and his organization. It's just a calling that I believe that going to work for God every day, that he's, he's asked me to be a vessel for that. Um, we walk alongside a large printing organization, one of the largest uh, Minuteman press franchises here in, in really in the world, and they're located in Nashville. And we walk alongside three salespeople and we are engaged on a monthly basis to uh, understand their top 20 list for each salesperson. We coach them, we become their ad, uh, admin assistants, and then we go out and open the doors, kick open the big doors and help them. Uh, utilize their time to be even more successful. And I can tell you that our you know, monthly retainer has been replaced in a beautiful way, probably 10 times over. Um, we, don't, we don't need to prove our value. And we have construction related companies where it's finding the right vendors, opening doors, kicking open government jobs for them. We have assisted companies to make millions of dollars in the six years I've been in business. Um, and that was our opportunity, thank you to COVID, that looking at the organization as a whole and celebrating an opportunity to pivot and make that the driver of what we provide today has been fun and amazing. I love connecting people and I love the opportunity to watch magic happen when the right people and right businesses come together. Mm -hmm. Money, money is made, new jobs are created, new opportunities. Uh, new opportunities for new resources, new new tools, new more education, and on and on the list goes. Oh, that's 
that's uh, that's awesome. I was really thinking about uh, uh, so often uh, uh, business owners wear a lot of hats. Uh, they're not only are they uh, running their business, but uh, they're uh, making the product, they're selling the product, they're collecting, uh, uh, they're billing, all of the things that go into a business, uh, or they're or they're managing all of that. So they're working in their business instead of on their business. So, right. um, what what advice would you have for them? Uh, uh, I mean, it sounds to me like uh, your business development services is almost like adding a uh, sales force to their company. Uh, any, any, other, any other thoughts on that, how, how that's going to benefit them by having you as a part of their business development team? Sure. Well, first of all, there are many businesses out there, especially family-owned, that don't have a marketing department, don't have a business development person, per se. So how about just putting that in place, even if it's on a short term basis, being able to engage with an organization that's going to learn your inside story, learn about the people and where your products and services uh, can be beneficial to others. So putting a voice to that. Uh, but at the same time, it's I ask this question. I mean, if the business owns you enough as an owner or a leader uh, that you are unable to grow your company and be able to be in front of that and running that division of your company, creating growth, then you need to make the changes. Raise your hand and ask for the support. I think it's great to have amazing excuses of everything you just listed, Greg, of good reasons that keep us as owners from doing just what I'm describing. Mm -hmm. But to stop long enough, focus and create uh, solutions rather than continuing down the path of, you know, insanity, repeating the same things day in and day out and not getting the results that we all want. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. That's right keep doing the same thing over and over and getting the same results is yeah. a uh, sign of insanity. And so, yeah, that's, that's cool. It. Well, um, so uh, the term virtual means that you don't have to be in front of them. You're, you are located in, in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, uh, right here in the middle part of our state. Uh, uh, does your clients have to be uh, located uh, in this area or what, uh, uh, Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Now, that's that's what's been so awesome. I and mean, we've had clients internationally, uh, but we support clients all throughout the United States. And I have team members that don't live here in Tennessee that live in other states in the U.S. And virtual means life balance, you know, no work life balance. It's life balance. Mm -hmm. It's being able to operate from a position from your telephone, your your car, your home, your kitchen a Panera Bread, a client's office, wherever, the beach, you know, nothing better than having a laptop and being able to sit on the beach in the middle of a day, right? And um, it's flexibility, it's freedom, it's the opportunity to be able to, my company was built on the ability to support primarily uh, women like myself who are raising children and want and needed to be able to be able to support them and be a great mom, be a great wife, great friend and a professional. And when you marry that all together, that really is the definition of virtual. It is the ability to work anywhere, anytime, any day in any environment, um, as long as it's secure and safe and enables you to operate with Internet connection and so forth. 
I couldn't help but laugh a little bit uh, when you were talking about sitting on the beach. Uh, I, I have had a few uh, Zoom calls uh, uh, this past year uh, where the uh, person was using a, a back, back screen uh, of a uh, waves on a beach. And I, <laughs> I, I was joking with him. I said, now, you know, if I was going to be doing that, I would really be sitting on the beach, not using a video behind yeah. you. But it did look good, though. It did look good. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a, the technology tools will never oh, replace, Greg, sitting with your feet in the yeah. sand, right? Yeah. Well, well, let me ask you a question about the technology. You know, there's there's so many technologies out there. You mentioned the Calendly, which I, I use, and there's uh, uh, there's uh, uh, uh uh, you know, uh, contactually and all kinds of CRM systems that are out there, uh, Zoom, Skype, uh, and on and on and on. What, how can you be of assistance to uh, to a business owner that says, you know, this is all really great and good stuff, but, you know, I, I don't have an IT department, and I'm really not real highly technology skilled. So if you said, let's start using Calendly or, or uh, Microsoft Teams or whatever. I, I don't know how to use it. What, what, how could, what would be your advice for them if they were considering to use your services? Technology equipment only works as great as the people who use it. And the most important thing to do is honor where somebody's at. It's like anything else, right? Being able to bring the tools to the people and speak their language. And the power of also the connections that we have and the resources and strategic partners that we have, we can easily bring in multiple options if they really are looking to invest in IT or technology or someone to research it and help them make a great decision to invest. But more importantly, Greg, it's about finding out how Greg operates, what will speak your language. You know, paper and pen are still my best friend, but it does, right? I mean, and I remember a lot of things because of my paper where yeah. I wrote my notes. Yeah. But but again, not, you know, there are, there are young generations that wouldn't even carry around a notebook and a pen unless they were told to do so. Um, so it's technology is only as great as the human beings or the people and the systems that you put in place. I, I'm a big believer in putting in place and investing your dollars wisely if and when it's going to be used. You know, CRMs and the, these tools are incredible, important, and they're the lifeline of a company. Uh, Zoom, everything you mentioned, Google Meets, you name it, laptops, phones, IT services, um, internet services. But it goes back to start with the inside story of the people that we're supporting to help determine what makes them feel at ease and then in, encourage people to learn. Don't be afraid and intimidated. Click, just click on things. Your computer will not blow up. And uh, at least we hope it won't, um, but it's take the steps to bring in the right resources that are that your money is gonna work for you if you're investing in, doll in systems and subscriptions and equipment and so forth. Mm. Oh, thank you very much. Well, we could almost uh, drop the mic, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, after after that, it's so been so informative, uh, and and uh, I enjoyed our time together. But but before we get off, though, what are some closing thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, don't be afraid to ask for support. You know, embrace the new norm, and ask the questions that that 
you will be surprised that how many other business owners, especially, um, will say, I've gone through that. I did this five times. The, the, the support is waiting. Um, and in, invest with expectations that you'll have great return and abundance. You know, let go of the micromanaging and begin to acknowledge that I, I do think the year of 2020 was the year of perfect vision. It was not a positive, um, wonderful year that I think most of us want to relive. But I do believe that there are gifts waiting for you that, uh, and, you know, take the time to consider pivoting. If things are not going in the direction that are personally or professionally fulfilling you as a business, um, make the changes, ask for the support. I think it'll be mind boggling what you'll uncover that others have walked through before. You're not alone and many of the things you're experiencing, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised to find out that others have great offerings and great advice and guidance to provide. Well, thank you, Lori. 2020, the year of perfect vision and uh, consider pivoting and make changes and ask for help where it's needed. What great advice. Uh, I, I made some notes while we were talking today on some things that I want to take a look at from a pivoting and, and uh, uh, making some changes. So it's been a joy. Lori, thank you so much for being my guest on Family Business Today this morning. Where can our listeners learn more about the inside story and the advantages of using a virtual assistant? They could visit us at our website, uh, www.theinsidestoryllc.com. This has been a great conversation. Thank you for sharing with our audience. Thank to you, learn, Greg, for having me. You're quite welcome. To learn more about Lori Guzman and her virtual assistance company, The Inside Story, LLC, visit their website at www.theinsidestoryllc.com. To our listeners, thank you for joining us for the Family Business Today podcast. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business located in Nashville, Tennessee, our passion is to help families create a positive environment where their family thrives, the business performs, and one day they can work together to celebrate a successful transition. Whether you're a business owner looking to grow your family business or you're wanting to prepare to someday sell or transition the business to the next generation, Check out our free resources on our website at www.tncfb.com. If you want to talk to a family business consultant, schedule a 15-minute no-cost call about your specific family business issues by sending us an email to info at tncfb.com. If you want to talk, we will listen. Until next time, thanks for joining us.